Welcome to the Dashboard Effect Podcast. I'm Rick Thompson. I'm Caleb Oaks. Caleb, today we wanted to talk about some fabric stuff, um, direct lake mode, pipelines. Um, they're kind of technical mm-hmm. topics, but I think they're relevant to business people who care about their data. So maybe we could start with uh, – let's actually start with direct lake mode. What is it? Why should you care about it? What pain does it solve? Yeah. Um, so – just kind of high level fabric um as far as i understand it really the one of the key concepts behind it is one copy of your data so that's, that's kind of uh one of its its selling points which i think is really great because um you know how many times have you copied data into different places and Constantly. you just got yeah. multiple versions of the truth and you don't you just don't want that so um that's really helpful direct in order to do that well let me explain real quick high level how power bi the options you have to pull data into Power BI. Yeah. Um, before Fabric, there was import mode. So you would load the data physically into Power BI and the Power BI um, Vertipack engine would store it. It would store it and compress it. And that's how, how it could do queries really fast on the fly. Um, and that would all be saved into memory. So it was a copy of data. Yeah. Um, so if you had a report that was using import mode and you wanted to have a slightly different report, you do a save as, as a different report. Now you got two copies of that data sitting there. Yeah, yeah. And you could even say just just physically putting it into import mode, you've now got a copy in, from wherever you got the or data from. from. Yeah, <laughs> and so, now so you have three copies. Yeah, so right, you got yeah. one, right? Yeah. Um, so that was, that was one mode and most common by far. Uh, still use it a lot. <clears throat> the other mode was direct query. Uh, and this was just like the name implies. Um, it would send SQL queries, for example, back to your SQL database um, to compile the result that it was after, and it would bring it back to Power BI. So it didn't have another copy of data, but slow, right? Right, because it had to it had to figure out the query, had to send it, had to wait for the result, and then display yeah. it. Yeah. yeah, your database, like a, a SQL database, is not optimized for running. Right. Um, many queries like that on the fly very quickly. Like it can do it fast, but you're not going to get anywhere near as fast as an in-memory query right. against the VertiPack engine. So um, <clears throat> anyway, so those are really the two main modes. Now with Fabric, Direct Lake came out. And what Direct Lake does is it allows you to do a direct query back to your lake or one lake, which is in Fabric, um, but you get the same speeds as if you imported the data into Power BI, that import mode. Um, I'll say at first I didn't believe it. Right, I know. I was skeptical, and then I tried it, and sure enough, it is that it is just as yeah. fast. It's really impressive. So, um, essentially, it solves the problem of having another copy of data. Right. So you've got, let's say that, just if we just run down a quick hypothetical example, if you have data coming into your one lake, which is in Fabric, which you're not going to get into, and something changes in one lake, you update some data, new rows come in. Um, then the previous, or actually in the current, really the mainstream architecture now, you would have to refresh your Power BI report. So Which re-imports. Pull all the new data. Yeah. Yep, right, exactly. With So you can have a scenario where your source or your lake is out of sync with Power BI, right? Yeah, it is until that next refresh, yeah, until which refresh. runs on a schedule. Yeah. Right. Now with Direct Lake, when that change happens and someone comes into Power BI report, it does not need to load it again. It's just querying those files. So it's 
100% in sync yeah. at all times. So direct query also gives you that. Um, how, how do you think they solve that problem? I mean, I know there were all sorts of tricks they were doing with direct query, like query folding and stuff to make them as fast as possible. But somehow they've gone some completely different place yeah. to be able to do the direct like querying. Yeah. Yeah. It's all with, you know, the part Delta parquet file formats. And then um, from what I understand, they've Microsoft has put a proprietary indexing on those files. And so that's what happens to them when you put them into one lake okay. um, and into your fabric environment, they get that indexing on them. Um, so then Power BI is optimized to just read that really fast. Yeah, um, yeah. And same with the other tools that are in fabric, you know, like your warehouse and some of the other queries that you can, and data transformation type things that you can do against those files. Right. Um, they all get to use that. All right. So that's all interesting. The, the As a user, sounds like the main pain it solves is that your data between, say, Power BI reports is unlikely to be inconsistent. You're not yeah. doing a refresh. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, you get to, you get to say, yeah, that. It's and consistent. it's really fast. It's really fast. <laughs> and you don't, like, you just don't have to schedule right now. So this is the way it works. You schedule your ETL and that loads data to your, wherever you're storing it, right? Let's say in this case, it's a data lake. And then from there, you have to also schedule or part of your ETL, you have to kick off a Power BI refresh. So it's an extra step. It eliminates that step. Yeah. Right? So it's just, you just have to build your ETL. You just have to land data there. Then everything that's consuming it gets the, the latest version. Yeah. Okay. All right. That was good. So at the beginning of this uh, episode, I said we wanted to talk about pipelines, data pipelines in Fabric as well. Um, and speaking of ETLs, so what's a data pipeline in Fabric? Yeah, so the data pipeline, um, if you're familiar, really the they've taken Synapse pipelines and Data Factory and just put it into Fabric. Um, With no but, changes, basically <clears throat> exactly the same? No, there are some changes. Um, and there's actually some features that are missing right now, which is why we haven't um, adopted it widely. So they're still working on it. I fully expect all the features from um, Synapse pipelines and from Data Factory to ultimately end up in Fabric pipelines. Um, however, it's just not there yet. So okay. you can do some basic things like moving data from a SQL database into one lake or um, push data out or, you know, things like that. Um, but for more of, I guess, real world scenarios, um, we stick with Synapse pipelines right now. Okay. Um, and, the, you know, there's not really a problem with doing that, but I guess all this is to say that those um, fabric pipelines uh, still have a little catching up to do. Yeah. Um, the good news about them, though, when they do get to that place, is that fabric, you're going to be able to have everything in one spot in fabric. I think that's the most exciting part. Um, there's a lot of exciting pieces about it, but – being able to have your development team go to one place, switch between Power BI, pipelines, data flows, um, you know, your lake house, writing Spark notebooks, like it's all in there and it's collaborative and like it's almost like a word experience, you know, when you got two people collaborating yeah. on a word on a word document, you can do that same thing in a lot of in a Jupyter the fabric notebook? tools. Yeah, and like in like yeah, Jupyter, you spark whatever. Okay, yeah. Okay, right, right. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's cool. Do you know when it's going to be at parity with functionality? 
I don't set up. I don't totally yet. The biggest thing that's missing right now is the ability to attach a gateway to um, or an integration runtime is what they call it in Azure to the pipeline so you can pull data from on-prem sources. Um, okay. That now I, I'd have to check myself. Maybe that's changed since I last looked, but I haven't heard that it has. Um, there are other ways that you can get data from on-prem, but pipelines are the best way to go. Yeah. So that's why we, we're sticking with with Azure for now. Okay. If you're working in the Azure environment, Synapse or Fabric, um, is there ever a reason you'd go to some older technology like a SSIS or something like that? Or did, have they covered everything at this point? Uh, I mean, you can do everything you would need to do in there. Um, so you wouldn't need anything like that. I think um, for there are scenarios like if you have a bunch of SSIS packages running um, and you just want to – run them in the cloud and like shut off your server or something. There are options to do that. It's not in fabric. It's in Azure. Okay. Um, but if you're ready to, to rebuild some stuff and yeah, go in and do it in fabric. Okay. All right. So the main advantage to the fabric data pipelines in your mind, once it's at parity with Synapse Azure right now, um, is that your teams, your, your development teams, really are working in a unified platform. They're not sort of all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a – actually, I, I don't know quite quite what the analogy would be, but it maybe Word is the, the right analogy. You're, you're both in this – not just a document, but you're in this place where you're seeing changes happen together on the fly. Is there a way to manage like uh, – so you've got your PySpark notebooks. Maybe you want to have, I guess – how do you do source control? How do you make sure you're checking stuff in? How do, you know, it yeah. sounds like it could get a little loose. So it gets built in, <laughs> which is awesome. Okay. So you just connect your, you know, your DevOps repository or your GitHub repo. Um, and then you, you get to do it just like you're using Git. So you would have commits and that type of thing. Okay. Um, yeah, it's pretty slick. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right. Anything else we should talk about there? Uh, I don't think so. I think that pretty well covers direct lake and pipelines. Appreciate the education. Talk to you soon. See ya.